following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into round three of the Tennessee High School Football Playoffs. This is TriStar Friday Night Live Countdown with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, the Sun Drop Kid from Alabama, and yours truly, J.P. Plant, as we welcome you into round three. Quarterfinals for Division One, semifinals for Division Two. By the end of the night, uh, fellas, we will know who will be playing in those three Blue Cross Bowl games at Finley Stadium in Chattanooga. Uh, coming up in December in D2, and we get down to the Final Four in all six classes. Welcome in, and uh, first of all, surprises last week, uh, round two. A lot of chalk, but uh, there may have been a game or two that stuck out to you. Anything uh, in particular, Mo? First thing I think of is that Lebanon, I'm sorry, the Lebanon-Riverdale game. Um, Lebanon knocking off the Warriors 30-17. to 17. And, you know, it shouldn't necessarily be a shock. I mean, Lebanon did win that Region 3-6A. Uh, but for some reason, I, I felt like Riverdale's defense would hold up. So kudos to that Lebanon offense. Been hearing a lot about them, and they came through in that 30-17 to 17 victory to set up this quarterfinal matchup tonight against visiting Oakland. Yeah, and uh, Chris, of course, Oakland, uh, the prohibitive favorite. Uh, their annual date with Maryville is scheduled for next week, so we think. Does Lebanon have a shot? They're playing good football, have one of the longest streaks outside of Oakland and a couple of others uh, heading into tonight's game. Uh, how do you like the Blue Devils' chances? You know, this is a this is a Lebanon team that kind of snuck up on folks. They were they, A lot of people thought they were going to be rebuilding this year, and – this team has just continued to defy the odds all season long. I think the biggest win was that 35-0 win against Mount Juliet on television, and they kind of announced their presence with authority in that win. <laughs> Thank you, Nuke. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I will be – anxious to see how this one turns out of course obviously i think oakland is the best probably the best football team on in that bracket um i mean i don't have enough information on maryville to say they are better but i think i think oakland has beaten probably the three best private schools in the southeastern united states this year and to me, that's 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 pretty impressive, especially considering we know that a couple of those right here in the mid-state have been able to garner a ton of talent. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the Blue Devils, but hey, it's like we said on our show, uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, Mo, house money. Absolutely, yeah, Lebanon. Lebanon got nothing to lose in this matchup, so it could be an interesting one, but Oakland's still Oakland. Um, another couple of 
I don't know if they qualify as surprises necessarily, but if you go back to last week in the Class 2A bracket, we identified the, the Megs, Trousdale, and the Marion, Watertown. Still in my thunder, JP. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all go good. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I, well, <laughs> you know, I just, I had mentioned on Friday Night Live last week that I wasn't surprised that those two teams won. I was just surprised that both those teams won. You know, you didn't expect to see a rematch necessarily in those, but it, it could have been one of eight different <laughs> matchups there. It's just it just happened to be that way. And it, it, it was that was the biggest surprise to me was that both Trousdale and Watertown uh, defeated Megs and Marion. Well, no stranger to playing each other in this round of the playoffs. I believe this marks the third year in a row, maybe the fourth year. And the previous three times, uh, Watertown has defeated Trousdale County in the regular season, and Trousdale County has returned the favor in the playoffs. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, Trousdale sixteen to eight winners over Meigs County last Friday, and Watertown seven to nothing win over Marion County. So we had some low scoring games. Uh, the weather, uh, a little rain that popped up, that maybe earlier in the week wasn't expected. Right. Yeah. One other. Matchup kind of jumps out at me, JP, and that's um, in 1A where McKenzie defeated Cornersville 28 nothing. Not necessarily surprised that McKenzie defeated the number two seed out of Region 5 1A, but the margin of victory, 28 nothing, Cornersville not getting on the board, you know, that that kind of takes me a little bit by surprise, kind of further indicates to me just how good this McKenzie team is. Yeah. And JP, we'll, I yep. think it's the fourth year. Fourth year? In a row. In a row, yeah. That they have – that Watertown has won the regular season and Trousdale has won the playoffs. Fourth year – this would be the fourth this year. This would be, be the fourth. The fourth, the fourth yep. straight time they're facing in the playoffs. Yep. And all three previous times, Watertown won the regular, Trousdale won the playoffs. Oh, that's so, insane. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that as we will go through all 30 games – here tonight in the third round, quarter uh, quarterfinals for uh, Division One. It is semifinals for Division Two. That's where we will begin in our game by game uh, thoughts tonight. Um, too close to call a lock, or we've got um, an upset alert. We'll start in D two Class A. Uh, maybe. Um, one of the best games in Division Two all weekend long. USJ hosting DCA tonight in this game. Uh, Chris, uh, we'll start with you. We started with Mo last week. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is going to be a really good football game. I said at the beginning of this playoffs that I thought USJ had the best chance to knock off DCA. And I still think they do. I don't think it's a lock, though. So I'm going to go too close to call, but I expect USJ to win. Too close to call. A double dinger there. You didn't hear it, but go ahead, Mo. (laughs) I'm going DCA, but too close to call. Well, I I, I, I think this is going to be a close ball game. I think DCA wins. It's not a lock. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go uh, DCA. I think. Um, I think it's. 
It's not a lock. It's it's no, it's not a lock. Uh, I'll go too close to call, but I I, I do think uh, DCA will uh, go on and win this game. All right, Middle Tennessee Christian hosting Nashville Christian. Nashville Christian is in the best possible spot. I think they are getting a better draw than DCA despite coming in second in that region. I think this is a lock for Nashville Christian. Okay, a lock there, Mo. I can see where he would consider it a lock because MTS uh, MTCS started the season 0-3 before winning their last eight in a row now. Um, I like Nashville Christian. Again, I think this is going to be a close ball game. I, I, I don't feel like it's a lot. Okay. So. All right. But you still like uh, Nashville Christian. I do. Uh, I'm big on Nashville Christian. I think it is a lock. Um, would not surprise me, though, if it is a, uh, quote, too close to call. But but I'll go with them because uh, uh, I think like most of us, or at least some of us, DCA and um, Nashville Christian there. Uh, in the finals, but somebody you, you like Jackson, don't you? I USA? said I said Nashville Christian would take on Jackson in the yep. in the, fi- in the yep. semifinals right. or in the finals. Yeah. We shall see. We'll go to D two two A. Lausanne um, is hosting a CPA. Uh, Lipscomb Academy host Davidson Academy. The other uh, is this another inevitable, um, or do do you see anything happening here, Chris? No, it's inevitable. It's a lock. I'd, I'd agree. I think both these are locks. I, I think. CPA and Lipscomb were, as Chris likes to say, appointment TV here. So, um, appointment football, excuse me. Uh, I like both them decisively. Yeah, hard to go against uh, CPA and Lipscomb Academy, and that'll be a fun one to watch. We hope we get to see that on December the 2nd, uh, which will lead off the Blue Cross Bowl. It'll be the first one out to get. All right. Uh, D23A, we've got Macaulay, the primitive favorite, uh, undefeated, although. Uh, Father Ryan gave them a little scare a week ago, 42-35, the final. But Macaulay uh, staying home and looking to get to stay home again for the championship. But they get Pope Prep, who got a field goal in the final play of the game at Brentwood Academy. Um, Kenny Mitchie and company in the Knights uh, coming in hot. Uh, Can they uh, get a win here, Chris, against Macaulay? No. It's a lock for the Blue Tornado, unfortunately. That didn't take long, Mo. Uh, and yeah. this didn't either. I tried, I, <laughs> I tried to build it up. Um, you know, when, when you've got a player like uh, Kenny Mitchie and uh, a hot, confident team sometimes, it can uh, go a long way. But uh, I'm like you guys. I, I, I don't. Macaulay will not uh, have the same game they had last week against Father Ryan. I think Macaulay... Uh, locks that into the championship game. All right, NBA against Christian Brothers. NBA hosting Christian Brothers, who defeated Briarcrest uh, last week and perhaps a mild upset, although they played to a double overtime game in the regular season matchup. So who do you like here, Chris? I don't know. It's too close mm, to call. Really? I, look, there's just Christian Brothers in the playoffs is just weird. Uh, they they have there's just something that they have that will they're gonna push this one to the limit. Okay, well, I like NBA. Um, I mean, I picked NBA to go, but yeah, yeah, I, I like NBA in this one. I had to kind of readjust after Ensworth fell to Baylor. 
couple weeks ago, but I feel like NBA gets it done here and gets that other championship game berth. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you. I like uh, NBA a lot on this one. Uh, could be close, but I like NBA. So there you go, D2. Coming up next, we got uh, D1, Class 1 and 2 on the other side here on TriStar Friday Night Live Countdown. Welcome back in TriStar Friday Night Live Countdown as we look into Class 1A and 2A of Division I quarterfinals. And we'll start with Cloudland hosting Coalfield. Cloudland over Oakdale last week, 60-16. to It was Coalfield, 41-6 over Midway. Mo, we'll start with you here. A lot of these quarterfinal games really strike me as too close to call. This would be one of them. I mean... If I were forced to pick somebody, it'd probably mm-hmm. be Cloudland, but I don't really have a whole lot to base that on. So, take that for what okay. it's worth. All right. Um, yeah, a lot of these are going to be close to call. I, I, I like Coalfield. Just watching their scores throughout the season, um, they have looked awfully dominant. Um, so, I, I don't know enough to say a lot for sure, but I do think Coalfield will win on the road, Chris. I'm with you, JP. I think Coalfield has kind of – this is a team that, that's been there before, right? Uh, and, and I'm not sure, obviously, I, I don't know the last time that Cloudland was in the semifinals, but I know that Coalfield was there last year. So I feel like Coalfield has the advantage. But, again, like you said, Mo, it's probably just too close to call. But if I had to pick, it would be Coalfield. All right, uh, up next in the other quarterfinal, the top half of the bracket, South Pittsburgh hosting Gordonsville. Mo, uh, this is an interesting game. It is, and there's some history between these two teams. It's certainly in the first time they've met in postseason play. Um, Gordonsville really caught fire late in the year, it felt like, and um, – Again, defeated Clay County, the same Clay County team that South Pittsburgh beat last week in the second round. Um, handed Clay County their first loss of the year, Gordonsville did. And on the basis of that, I would be inclined to go with Gordonsville, but I do believe it's going to be very, very close. Almost too close to call. Um, it, it is a too close to call officially, but um, I do think Gordonsville is going to come out of this one. I think they're going to get the win, so that's back-to-back road road wins for me, Chris. South Pittsburgh dismantled Clay County. and 45-7, yeah. To me, that's, that's an impressive win. You're in South Pittsburgh. Yeah, Ted. That is a very, very, very difficult place to play football. And... The only way to get around that is to have a guy who can lead your team, an upperclassman who's seen these type of big games before. Luckily for Gordonsville, they've got one. I would be inclined to pick Gordonsville as well, but I also think it's too close to call, mainly because it's in South Pittsburgh. All right. We roll on to the bottom half of the bracket. Fayetteville hosting McKenzie. McKenzie, 28 nothing winners over corners last week. Fayetteville, 28-13 over Dresden. Mo, who do you like? I like Fayetteville, but I think it's going to be close. Okay. I think it's going to be really close. All right. Uh, I, too, I think the home home field uh, allows me to feel comfortable in selecting them to win. 
Uh, I think it is going to be close, but I like Fayetteville with the Tigers. Stouten up. I think that Fayetteville is less stout than they need to be. Mm. Oh. I think it is a McKenzie win. Oh. But it's too close to call. Oh. Okay. All right. Less stout wow. than they need to be. Less stout to be. than they need to be. All right. Getting ready to get your bacon delivered cut off. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, Peabody, the reigning uh, 2A champs down in 1A this year. They um, just doesn't sound fair, but the Golden Tide are hosting Lake County. Uh, Mo, uh, any chance that um, Lake County can give them a game? I don't believe so. This would be my one lock of the 1A quarterfinals. Yeah. I like Peabody big. Yeah, lock for Peabody. Chris? Yeah, I feel like a golden tide would probably overcome a lake pretty easy. Okay. So I'm going to go with Peabody there you go. <laughs> and the lock. All right. Uh, love the rationale. All right, 2A, Oneida hosting Hampton. Oneida, uh, 35-21 winners over South Korea a week ago. Hampton down to Rockwood, 47-18. to Mo? Hampton has... I'm sorry, I misread my bracket. Never mind. Skip that. But Hampton is the number two seed coming out of Region 1. Um, these are both number two seeds out of their mm-hmm. respective regions. Yep. So I was going to go with Hampton in the upset, but I think I'm just taking Hampton as the lock. Mm. I, mean, it, it, I, I don't know that it necessarily qualifies it as an upset since they're evenly seeded. But I, I like Hampton to win this ball game. Okay. Um, I, I'm just going to go with the home team because I don't know enough about these two. Uh, officially too close to call, but I'll say Oneida gets the win. I'm with you, JP, and the only reason I am is because Oneida has some really cool uniforms. <laughs> and they, they use the Tennessee orange. Okay. And big fan of their uniforms. All so. right. Okay, uh, so a game we talked about in uh, uh, in the first segment, Trousdale County and Watertown, another third-round matchup. Watertown got the regular season for the fourth straight year. Trousdale County has defeated them the previous three in the rematch in the playoffs. Can they do it again, Mo? I don't think so. I like the Purple Tigers here. Mm. Wow. Um, I don't know if I can go against history <laughs> um i think it's going to be close to too close to call but uh Trousdale county um if i'm pushing one forward that's the one here's the thing history is an interesting thing because it can be used as motivation for one team yeah. and it can also be used as you know it can make you feel a little too confident well you know okay. just because they be so we, we beat them in the playoffs every year Three years in a row. These seniors have done it. Yep. Three years in a row. Yep. I think it's too close to call, but I think Watertown's going to get the win too, Mo. Okay. All right. Uh, bottom half of the bracket, uh, Forest hosting Riverside, Mo. I like Forest. Really? I do. Okay. I do. I think it'll be a close one, but I do like Forest in this at home. Okay. All right. Uh, um. Despite Forrest being at home, I do like Riverside. I think they're just playing awfully good football right now. I'm with you, JP. I picked Riverside on on SMTN. I'm picking them here. There you go. All right. And finally, in the final 40 seconds here of this segment, Westview hosting MAHS. This is another one that's going to be close, but uh, it's tough to go against Westview and Ty Simpson. Yeah, I think uh, Ty Simpson rules the day and is the difference maker there. Westview gets the 
Wow. Going against his initial pick of Moz going to the yep. state finals. I agree that Ty Simpson and Westview are going to get the win because he's just too good. They That's got right. Ty Simpson and you don't. You don't. I'm uh, willing to admit when I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> and adjust. There we go. All right, Jake, coming up next, we got 3A and 4A as TriStar Friday Night Live countdown continues. Stay with us, will ya? Welcome back in TriStar Friday Night Live countdown as we move into class 3 and 4A. We'll start in 3. Alcoa, surprise, surprise, back in the quarterfinals uh, as they host Region Foe Pigeon Forge. I'm assuming, guys, Pigeon Forge is not going to be able to put up too much of a fight tonight. We will move Alcoa on to the semifinals. Is that is I that think fair? It, I think it's safe to do that. Is that L-O-C-K, fair? L-O-C-K, lock, yep. lock, lock. Okay, yeah, locks all around. All right, who will they get to play? By the way, Alcoa will be at home as the top half uh, of that will host. Will it be Loudon, who is hosting Giles County, or will it be the Bobcats? It'll be my turn to start. Um, I'm going to go with Giles County. A little biased, perhaps, of the proximity. I know a little bit more about them, but... Uh, I do think they are playing awfully good football, and uh, I think they're on a, a special run, at least to get to the semifinals. Uh, I believe that would be Mo. No, Chris, your turn. I agree with you that Giles County is on a special run. I think this game is pretty close. It's too close to call if I am being forced, though. It is. I've got the Bobcats just because. I think that offense is going to have something special. I tend to agree with both of your assessments. I think Giles County ultimately wins this ball game. Uh, I expect it to be a close ball game. Yeah. So I, I don't think Giles County is a lock. Yeah. Okay. I All think right. they win it. Okay. Um, up next, it is uh, East Nashville hosting White House. East Nashville down Waverly a week ago. The Darlings and Feel Good Story of uh, the playoffs 41 to 14 and white house uh, just barely over smith county 17 to 13 uh, i had waverly with the story i thought they were playing awfully good football but east nashville dominated that one east nashville obviously playing much better football i like east nashville and a lock in this one over white house there at home chris well i picked against east nashville in both the first two rounds and i'm not picking against them again <laughs> the eagles get the win and i think they do it handily yeah okay well you know i tend to agree i think i kind of got caught up a little bit in the story and um kind of overlooked just how well east nashville was playing to this point having won their first uh playoff game 48 nothing over white house heritage and then defeating waverly 49 14 last week um facing now a white house team that only defeated waverly 36 34 Back in Nissan Stadium. Season back at Nissan Stadium, yeah. So um, I think the Eagles of East Nashville have earned lock status in this matchup. All right, uh, there we go. Uh, up next, Dyersburg and Covington. Dyersburg undefeated, 11-0. A win over Millington last week, 49-20. They will face Covington, who is the two-seed out of that region, Region 7, Covington. Uh, coming in 9-2 with uh, wins over uh, Raleigh, Egypt, and Ripley. Uh, Dyersburg with the win, obviously, earlier in the season. 
hard to go against what they are doing um, and what they've done. Hard to beat a team the second time, but um, maybe too close to call. But if I had to push one forward, I, I got to go with Dodgeburg. Well, so here's the thing: they did play already. They, they played already this year. It was at Dyersburg. It was a touchdown ball game. I think it can go either way. Yeah, this I is would pick Dyersburg, but it can go either way. Too close to call. Trojans, lock it up. That is a Dyersburg win. That is a Dyersburg win. Okay. All right. All right, uh, we head to 4A, Greenville and Elizabethton. The last four, is that correct? Last three 4A state champs Mm -hmm. facing off same region. Greenville uh, got the better of Elizabethton by a handy margin. The only loss, um, I don't see anybody slowing down Greenville again. Um, Hopefully closer than the first one, but, uh, but I like Greenville. I really wish the Cyclones would win this game, but they're not going <laughs> to. And it's not going to be close. I think it will be close. I don't think the Cyclones are going to win it, but I do think it'll be close. So. Playoffs a different animal. All right, uh, so all three of us uh, like Greenville to advance, but uh, close. Uh, Red Bank, they have looked strong so far in their two wins over Stone Memorial and Macon County. They host Upperman who down Saudi Daisy and DeKalb County. Um, Red Bank being at home, I think for me, although Upperman is maybe the more known name, perhaps. Experienced. Experienced team. But I, Red Bank's playing awfully good. And they gave Fayetteville their only loss. Granted, a 1A, but Fayetteville beat Upperman. Right? That is correct. If you're into that sort of thing. I like Red Bank because they're at home. I am, in fact, into that sort of thing, and I agree that Red Bank is going to win this football game, but it's going to be too close. It's too close to call. I, I think it'll be, you know, yep. come down to the last possession kind of thing. It, it'll be a one-score game. I, I agree. I think it'll be a one-score game. I think Upperman, though, gets it done. Okay. All right, move on to the bottom half of the bracket in 4A, Tullahoma. Um they get the rematch with Pearl Cone again in Tullahoma. You can hear that game on our affiliate, 93.9 The Duck. Uh, Will Rab uh, on the call along with Lucky Knight. Uh, Tullahoma with a 21-0 first half. Pearl Cone came back, fumbled late, lost by one possession. I've gone back and forth on this one. At the beginning of the playoffs, I thought Pearl Cone certainly was going to have the advantage if they were to meet. Um... And, and I I don't want to shy away from that, but this obviously too close to call, um, but I'm going to check Pearl Cone do things. What? The, the duck? 93.9theduck.com. <laughs> quack, quack. Oh, this uh, Emilio <laughs> Estevez and Charlie Conway mm-hmm. walking through that door. Can, can a duck pull a truck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I picked I picked Pearl Cohen to to win this yep. rematch from the beginning. I think they I still think they do. And I would guess that would qualify as an upset since it would. Pearl Cohn is the number two seed from Region Five Four A, and Tullahoma is the number one. Yeah, I'm taking Pearl Cohn in this one. All right, and finally in Four A, in about thirty seconds, we got Haywood hosting South Gibson. Haywood undefeated uh, wins over uh, Woodale and Melrose. South Gibson wins. Over Ridgeway and Northside, Haywood for me, 
Lock. Lock it up. They beat them 28 nothing in the regular season. They're going to beat them pretty bad again. Nobody's calling you a loser, Mo. He's got the L on on my forehead. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, Haywood. Okay. Those 4A games uh, are going to be fun to watch for sure. Again, you can hear Tullahoma Pearl Cone right here on this affiliate. 93.9 The Duck in Tullahoma. We'll wrap Lucky Nut on the call. Stay with us. The big boys, 5A, 6A, coming up here on TriStar Friday Night Live. Countdown. All right, quarterfinals roll on. 5A state playoffs here on TriStar Friday Night Live Countdown. Knox Central, Knox West, another rematch. West got the better of Central earlier this year. Mo is going to lead us off because I think he's going to lay a big one here. I think you're right. Yep. It's tough to beat a good team twice. I read your article. There you go. Yep. Appreciate you. You might be one of the only ones. No, I... (laughs) I like the Bobcats here. I, I like Knox Central to get it done. Um, close, probably. Okay. But I like Central. Okay. Chris? I disagree. I think I think this Knoxville West team is destined to find themselves in Chattanooga, especially after last year and the way they lost that Oak Ridge game. I just I, I can't see – this team not finding their way to at least the semifinals. I, I think they're going all the way. But, uh, yeah, Knox West, and I, I got it as a lock. I, I agree. I think uh, they're mad, they're angry, um, and they're certainly not going to let their crosstown rival get in the way of what they felt was probably stolen from them last year. It's a lock. Knox West wins easily uh, at home over Knox Central. All right, Powell. Tune in next week. Uh-huh, yeah. All right, Powell. Um, hosting Ray County. Powell wins over Ultawa, 42-0 over McMinn County, 49-7. Ray County, meanwhile, wins over Campbell County, 51-29, and over Carnes, 63-48. It's a lot of points. Uh, Powell at home, though, Chris. I'm Bo, rather. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, can, we can switch. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I've kind of felt like Powell was going to be the team to come out of the East all along. And this could be a high-scoring affair, but I think I like Powell to win this one. Okay, Chris? I agree with you. I think it's going to be high-scoring, but I think Powell is going to win, and I think it's a lock. I I don't think there's any way Ray County can outscore Powell. I'm with you. I think it is more towards the lock than too close to call. Powell gets the win, uh, I think, uh, double digits. Mm-hmm. If you call that a lock, uh, then we'll call and it a that's lock. A lot. All right. Uh, bottom half of the bracket, Green Hill. Maybe the surprise this year, uh, second year program into the quarterfinals. They host Page on Friday night. So tonight, uh, 5A, uh, Green Hill, and Page Mo. This is a lock, and it's a road lock. I like wow. the Patriots in this ball game. Okay. I'm with you again, Mo. I, and we, like I said, we've talked about this, you know, at length. But this Page team does something really well that Green Hill struggles with, and that's throwing the football consistently. Jake McNamara, it's a lock for the Pats. Okay, uh, Page uh, with a win over Wilson Central, 34-14, and a close win over Nolansville last week, and a weird finish 
to the end of that game. Noblesville <laughs> playing uh, good as well. Yeah, I think uh, whoever was going to come out of that one was probably going to win this one as well, but I do think it'll be close. I'm going to push Paige, though, on to the semifinals. All right, Springfield, Henry County. Henry County 5-5 five and five coming into the playoffs, but here they are back in the quarterfinals. They travel to Springfield, Mo. The Yellow Jackets won this game 6-3 during the regular season. I think um, they find a way to win this one again as well. I, I like the Yellow Jackets in lock. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do a lock. Uh, Henry County's been here. They they know, and Springfield has too. Don't, I mean, they were in the 4A championship game what two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I I understand that they you know they they get it, but Henry County. This is a really good football team, and they're playing great football right now. I think it's too close to call, but if I had to pick up, go with the Jackets. You know what happens when you have a uh, a freight train that uh, gathers momentum going downhill? Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to stop, right? Blow that whistle all the way from the river in Paris, Henry County, with the win at Springfield. Oh, that whistle can get unnerving, bro. <laughs> we, we heard that last year when we went up there for the yes, Summit game. I know you did. Yeah. Uh, he heard it, and he was here. I was here, yep. <laughs> um, by the way, you can hear on uh, one of our sister affiliates. Go figure that one out. Radio NWTN.com. Henry County on the call there. All right, uh, into 6A, Farragut, Maryville. Good for you, Farragut. Got to the quarterfinals. Um, <laughs> and the Rebels uh, locking on to the semifinals with their date against Oakland. Any thoughts on this one before we move on? Admirals, come on down. You're the next contestant on yeah. getting beat by Maryville. This week. Okay. Um, Lebanon. With, uh, to some, a shocker, uh, maybe a surprise, but they played awfully well against Riverdale last week. 30-17 winners. They get Oakland, Riverdale's rival, uh, and they get them in Lebanon. So a home game for the Blue Devils, a very good home field crowd, and a tough place to play. Uh, But the Patriots are on a mission, it feels like that, Mo. Lock it up. Lock it up, he says. I'm sorry, where did you say this game was? Lebanon. It doesn't matter where this game is. Oakland with the world. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here to help you there, Chris. <laughs> All right, uh, Patriots. Yeah, they're, they're going to win. I, I do think Lebanon keeps it close in the first half. Okay. I'll, put that I, I'll agree with that. Okay. All right. I saw that one coming. <laughs> we go to the lake, Hendersonville Beach. This game at Hendersonville, the Commandos, with wins over McGavick and Gallatin. By the way, shutting them both out. No one has scored on the Commandos yet in the playoffs. Beach with wins over Overton and Clarksville. Um, who do you like, Mo? Well, here's the thing. Based on the next game that we're going to pick, could it really be a postseason if Summit and Beach don't play each other? Mm. That's well, okay. So on the basis, that, I'm going with the Buccaneers in the upset. And that would be at Shackle Island, by the way, next week. Mm. If that were to happen. It would, in fact. I don't think that it's going to matter at all what uh, Hendersonville does here mm-hmm. because – when you get to this point in the season, the Beach Buccaneers know how to win this football game. They mm. win it. Wow, both of you. 
Well, both of you are going to be wrong. Hendersonville gets the win at home, and they will go to the semis. All right, 30 seconds left. Summit hosting Ravenwood, another region rematch. I think this is going to be a close ball game, but I think Summit's a lock. They had a running clock in the regular season. You won't get one this time. But it'll be everything but. But, yes, I think Summit's a lock as well. All right, I'll add to Summit uh, by double digits handily in this one all right uh, so there you have it uh, the quarterfinals in division one semifinals division two this has been tristar friday night live join us for the scoreboard show beginning at 6 30 on your social media page from main street media we'll talk to you next week